0: OPEN is hosted from the traditional territory of the Haudenosaunee and Anishinaabe peoples, many of whom continue to live and work here today. This territory is covered by the Upper Canada Treaties and is within the land protected by the Dish With One Spoon Wampum Agreement. Today this gathering place is home to many First Nations, Métis, and Inuit peoples, and acknowledging reminds us that our great standard of living is directly related to the resources and friendship of Indigenous peoples. Welcome to CLOPEN, a podcast on open educational resources in Ontario from College Libraries Ontario. Welcome, everyone, to the fourth episode of the CLOPEN podcast, where we take a moment to discuss all things OER at Ontario colleges. So welcome today. Um, My guest is Amanda Quibel from Georgian College. Thank you so much for joining us today, Amanda.
1: Thank you for having me. It's great to be here.
0: We're we're so excited to speak with you and to speak with somebody from Georgian who is a faculty member. We're going to dive right in and ask for you to tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Georgian.
1: Well, I am a communication faculty. I've been here for quite a number of years. I think it's 10 now, and I really enjoyed teaching the fundamental entry-level communication course, which is Communication Essentials. It's the one that the students often dread because it's that mandatory credit that involves the academic writing and research and APA skills. So it's a big course every year. Lots of students go through it. There's lots of challenges with a course that handles that number of students and that type of content as well. So I've been a communications essentials professor for a long time, and I've seen the challenges. And recently we had an opportunity, my colleague, Emily Kramer, and I were able to compile a fantastic OER, especially for this course, the communication essentials. And it's, been quite a challenge but a really it's also a lot of fun and very interesting and I've just had a great time doing it.
0: Well I imagine with comm courses there's kind of those seminal texts that get used year after year after year and they don't always speak to every student and because every student needs to take the concourse, course tailoring in oer actually seems like a really good idea for that scenario
1: absolutely we had a really good text that we were happy with but the challenge was often the accessibility for students, whether they couldn't afford to purchase it or sometimes they just didn't want to buy it, a number of things happened. And then also at the beginning of the pandemic, some international students simply couldn't access the text of for course. various reasons. So we, you know, we've had a number of challenges over the years. And so the OER was kind of the perfect response to those challenges, it gives us the opportunity as faculty to kind of be on the proverbial same page. Of us really love the traditional textbook with the table of contents that you progress through. You know, it's it helps you really focus on the same ideas and the same content. So the OER was the absolute perfect response to the challenges of the textbook. And it kind of offers the best of both worlds for faculty and students alike. It gives us the chance to create an online resource that the students who want to have it printed have that opportunity. Right.
0: We got a sneak preview of
1: it. And, oh, good.
0: Uh, yes. And and I have to say, it's incredibly thorough. And yes. it's, it's got fantastic content. But the beauty of it being thorough and an OER is that you don't need to overwhelm the student with all of it. So each faculty member can take what they need, link to what they might need within their course, within their LMS, um, Learning Management System, for those who might not be in the know, and really tailor that experience for the students in their classroom, which is what I found to be exciting about your text. There was just so many things in it, I thought there's stuff we could use even. It, it it really had that breadth of content, but you could definitely tailor to whatever you wanted to do with it because of it being OER.
1: And that was our intention. Um, both my colleague Emily and I, who, who worked on this OER, we were also a few years back part of the team that selected the textbook. And we've spent a lot of time listening to other faculty's thoughts and preferences for what they wanted to see in the course material. And there's a fair range between what different approaches the faculty prefer. And so the great challenge in putting together this OER was to be able to enable all faculty to kind of do The things they like to do and have the resources that would help them with this being our first attempt it is fairly large and there's it's quite a monumental book (laughs) there's there's a lot there but that's the wonderful thing about oer exactly like you say we can allow the faculty to link to the chapters they want to use
0: i feel like you guys did the heavy lifting at the front end and now each faculty member has the agency to do what they need while using kind of consistent content. So yes. there's yeah. flexibility. It's, it's a nice, consistent message. And it, it won't be shocking for the students who might be using the content in possibly different courses throughout their Georgian career.
1: Yes. It's, I really like it as a faculty because often students have more questions or need more information for example in this book there's quite a bit of grammar information in the final chapters of the book and when you're providing feedback to a student if they make some grammar errors it's really useful to be able to say you know this was a comma splice and then provide the link and you know for it to be consistent all of the time it's just a wonderful way to help students and give them that extra support oh wow you know what
0: can you uh forward that section on comma splice to me (laughs) because i'm sure i need it Jackie, who is our our tech support on the podcast, she's our editor extraordinaire. Um, She has flipped me a couple of messages. It seems that some Niagara College comm staff are looking to adopt some of your content as well. So the work that you guys did, that heavy lifting, it's not just benefiting Georgian and Georgian students, but it's it's making a difference for students at multiple institutions. So that's got to feel pretty good.
1: It feels great though. It's the OER that were already there. All we really did was kind of compile them and organize them and put them in an order that made sense for us. We just put together all of the ideas that were already out there and you know that's what's so exciting about the OER from a faculty perspective. You know you kind of enter your search terms and there's so much out there so many fantastic things from videos to interactive activities it's really feels so like there's so much potential to reach the students and you know help them also be excited about the material and the things that i really enjoy as well sometimes you know if if they're not someone who enjoys sitting and doing going through the readings we've been able to find videos and you know a lot of college students, they'll always say that they're hands-on learners, that's a very common thread I hear. And then those H5P activities that we did make some, but we also were able to find some that were open resources that we were able to put in. So the OER is just this fantastic wonderland almost of things that are available for faculty to integrate.
0: What you've done as a service for folks who might be, you know, perhaps overwhelmed by the wealth of content, you've done that like I called it before, the heavy lifting of yeah. putting that content together because you enjoy that aspect of it. So if you can work together to create yeah. an OER and then it makes it manageable for other faculty who who perhaps are in- intimidated by the landscape, you're getting it out there to so many more students and to the faculty who could get it out to even more students from there. <laughs> And a little bird also mentioned that some of the Niagara College information literacy content made it yes. to, to the book. So, I'm so very pleased because Jackie and her, and her colleague Cisco work so hard on that content and we do want people to use it.
1: We really liked that content about the library research skills and things it was very helpful and and it was done in video format in such a clear way so I appreciated being able to find that and then give it a place in this OER.
0: A delightful feel-good moment between colleges.
1: Well, it really is a partnership. And, you know, Georgian College did support Emily Kramer and I by giving us the time to do this. We were, this was part of our workload to work away at this. And it was a huge task to just sift through the vast amount of resources, but we were provided that time on our SWIFT, our our work forms. So that was a wonderful way to be supported by our college. And also I do have to say a thank you to Jen Booth, our officially designated OER Librarian. As faculty, I just didn't have the insights that she did into copyright compliances and accessibility standards. And what was so fantastic with having a designated librarian as my go-to, she was with us every step of the way. So, you know, as faculty, we were kind of able to sift through the, the content and think really about how does this work in the course and what information is needed. But then we also had the amazing support of the OER librarian who was going through and checking all the details, like the copyright and the accessibility. So it definitely was, it was a partnership for us within Georgian, and then also within all the other colleges who had already created the content. So it really did feel like a, a community of practice.
0: And I, and I think that is a salient point to make is that within the college systems, the library staff are certainly working hard on learning about OER, understanding the implications of OER and how best to support faculty and certainly the College Libraries Ontario well, we are a committee a little plug for them as, yes. as chair this is what we're trying to do through these podcasts and other other initiatives is to spread that learning and awareness amongst the library staff so that they are better positioned to support faculty in their journey so so faculty don't need to feel like i got to do this all by myself and of course some institutions are very nascent, you know, they're at the 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 um, kind of like the edge of the journey and they might not have fully identified um, capacity, um, kind of like the OER librarian that you have at Georgian. But certainly there's there are folks out there in library land who are definitely working on their knowledge and bringing it to a point where it is supportive so faculty you're not on your own if you're a faculty member listening right now we're there for you in the library so i think this also leads into another question here and i and you've kind of addressed it already in one of your answers, is the current culture at Georgian towards OER. It sounds like you're getting support in that you got time assigned to this. That, that's incredible support.
1: Yes, and that's so important, Um, you know, as faculty managing all the things we have to do in the limited amount of time is really difficult sometimes. But we're seeing a number of courses considering and implementing different OER into their courses different faculties members have different projects on the go. We definitely have growing support for OER just college-wide. We all see it as just such a huge benefit for student access, student engagement. So yes, we definitely at Georgian, there's a positive attitude toward it. And there's some thought being put into how to build our community of practice and, and bring everybody together So as you mentioned before, the faculty aren't necessarily having to shoulder the load of learning all the details.
0: Exactly. It's that, that's encouraging. It's wonderful to hear when an institution is kind of manifesting the ideal, right? And they're right. they're willing to work towards a successful OER environment for their faculty and staff to pursue, knowing that there are so many benefits. You know, for us, it's kind of a no brainer. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's nice to have the information behind it. And presented so that uh, the efforts don't stay at the gro- grassroots level, but get formalized in some way. And I know we are all trying that in our institutions and and working hard towards that. I just love hearing about a, a nice supportive environment at another institution. And we d- yeah. do you think you have the support of of senior management?
1: Yeah, our our senior management have been very supportive of. OER projects and grant proposals, and they've been reporting on OER progress in college-wide meetings, so there's been a lot of talk about it. Fantastic. So there's uh, things in development that I'm told are coming soon, and I've been told to ooh, wait for it a l- because, yes, yeah, senior management definitely are supportive and, you know, seeing this as digital in- innovation as part of the strategic priorities so it's happening.
0: <laughs> Are there any people that you consider to be particular OER champions at Georgian or specific partners that you would work with the most?
1: Well it would definitely be the libraries and the academic success department as well as our center for teaching and learning. Right, That's where I first learned about OER. It was, you know, a session offered from the Center of Teaching and Learning just to let us know these resources existed and that we could use them anytime. And so there were sessions like that that kind of got the word out early on and continue to provide informational sessions about OER uh, so that's the center of teaching and learning and then of course our amazing libraries uh, our, our librarians they're fantastic having that designated OER librarian has just been an incredible resource it would have been fairly difficult to get through a task like our project without someone who had that information so sure we're lucky at Georgian <laughs>
0: Speaking of, you know, Center for Teaching and Learning and many institutions speak of the advocacy for OER within those areas, what sort of advocacy approaches have you seen taken at Georgian?
1: Well, there, there has been some VLS funding for a few of the OER projects, but I'm not really a lead in any of that or a big expert. But we do have a focus on teaching conference next week and we will be talking about this project our head OER librarian will be leading a session and inviting all faculty to come and learn about OER opportunities and you know how how they can work in a classroom situation so we'll be Fantastic. sharing All of that information with, you know, college-wide at our Focus on Teaching conference next week. So we are definitely spreading the word. And I know the Centre for Teaching and Learning continues to offer sessions and support for anyone, you know, if someone wants to do a course pack or integrate OER materials into our Blackboard, which is our learning management system. So there's a lot of support available and we're working on getting word out. You know, everyone in the COM department will be hearing about it. We're presenting to the COM faculty in two days to let them know that this resource exists and they're launching it this summer semester oh, next fantastic. week. So that's going to be in place for COM faculty and I'm sure word's gonna get out and then and we'll have a success story behind us.
0: Wow. You know, I was just trying to think if you just think of the numbers of how much savings is going to be realized by the students when you think because calm is is one of like you said, it's one of those courses that mm-hmm. everyone touches. Right. Every, yes. every student has to take it. So when you start doing the multiplier, even yeah. in one semester alone. It really is significant.
1: Absolutely. The financial savings to the students is is significant, and I think that's a huge motivator. But, you know, also just having the, the range of resources, too, for faculty, having a resource like our OER, so it's fairly extensive. It's got multiple chapters on all sorts of academic writing, you know, information of how to work through the process, how to do writing, how to do research, how to use APA. And as a faculty, I'm excited because I don't have to search everywhere to find (laughs) things that are up to date and that time drain. Like if something's not resonating with my students, it's kind of like, okay, here's a, I'll sub in something different. And I'm hoping to kind of eliminate that piece of my prep work every semester and just be sure. It's in the book. There it is. Cost savings for, for the students. It's time saving for faculty. The, the benefits are just huge. Yes. It's a big shift in the culture from just having students have to be prepared to spend several hundred dollars, you know, on their textbooks to free them from that and to ease that financial burden. You know, the problem of the ones, the students that couldn't afford it. And then as a faculty trying to troubleshoot that, because you still want a student in your classroom to have the understanding and the information that they need. So for me, it was this huge challenge. The students just didn't have that information. And sometimes it was just a financial obstacle for them, but you still want them to learn. This eliminates that entirely because I can give them a link and there it is on their phone.
0: And speaking from the library side of the house, I can't even begin to tell you over my career, the number of students that I've helped try to find an alternative way of getting their textbook because they can't buy it. It's a lot of time and effort put in, not just by library staff, but by that student. They really do try to find it. And we really try to help them find an alternative. So it's all these other areas of the college that also are trying to help them get that textbook too. So when you combine all of that effort over the years to get an alternative, it makes the effort that you guys put into this calm textbook that can be used by anybody just so much more valuable. You've returned all that time, effort, worry, thought, everything back to everyone.
1: And I look at something really simple, like A little quiz on a chapter in my course. I had come across some students who were comfortable enough with me to be honest. They weren't doing well in the course, but they were still seeming to put a lot of effort. But what was happening when they didn't have the textbook, they would get a question and they would google it. And what that does to your learning is it creates this sort of helplessness, right? Because you can get a question and then you can spend all this effort looking through the world (laughs) to try to find the right answer. You know, some of those review questions are very straightforward. You can just find them. Oh yes, there it is in the chapter. And so it was creating this kind of chaos attached to the learning and this helplessness because Google's a fantastic tool, but then sometimes a multiple choice question that's based on a specific text. If you can't Google it, you're not going to find it. And so these students were having this overwhelm and this this struggle that was completely unnecessary. Now we can go back to, you know, here are the review questions that match with this reading and actually teach them how to do those reading strategies that are so important if you do a close reading and catch, you know, the nuances of those review questions it empowers them. It feels like, yes, I can get a high score on my quiz. I do have reading comprehension. And when reading comprehension is one of the skills you're teaching, it's so vital.
0: It kind of begs the question, you know, why not OER? Because of all of the hurdles it surmounts, not why. It, it's it's such a huge and, and significant shift in terms of the teaching and the learning, and and being able to focus on the content and the learning outcomes that they should be achieving, as opposed to how am I going to find this textbook? It's kind of revelatory and. Something that we need to keep endorsing and supporting through things like this podcast and, and yes. sharing this information and having this chat with each other to discover more about what's happening at our institutions. I just love hearing about Georgian and and certainly you've given me a lot of inspiration, I would say.
1: Well, and OER is something really easy to get inspired about because I do think it's going to ease some of that stress that's on students that's really disruptive to their learning. Seems like a small thing to just change the resources, but it's going to have a big impact on helping the students stay focused and keeping us on the literal and, you know, figurative same page.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Amanda Quibel. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to tell us about your OER journey and to share all this wonderful information. I look forward to speaking with you in the future.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Clopen is hosted
0: by me, Gordana Vites, and produced and edited by Jacqueline Chambers-Page on behalf of College Libraries Ontario. Visit our website for more information.
1: You'll find the link in the episode description.